0: To Ambler. Oh, let go! Oh, you're guilty. Justin Madden's got the sit. One hand.
1: Oh, oh, oh. oh, the post is broken. Matthews in it. Oh, talk about a He Man. Dream rises to the top. He is an absolute legend of the game. This is your football life with Rex Hunt for Tobin Brothers Funerals. Celebrating lives. Oh, thank you very much to you, Bruce, and thank you for joining us, Australia on this, a celebration of Indigenous round. And haven't we had some magnificent Indigenous players over the time? You know, some household names, some not so great, but they've come from far and wide over this great land of ours to make it on the biggest stage of all, the AFL stage, which started at the VFL in Melbourne and has now gone right around the country and in fact, internationally for the last two years in New Zealand. Our special guest today is well qualified to represent the Indigenous people. He played 190 games for Essendon. He's an Essendon Premiership player in 1993 and 2000. A Norm Smith medalist, All-Australian twice. A wingman in the Essendon and Indigenous teams of the century. He was inducted into the Australian Football Hall of Fame in 2007. He's an inaugural legend of the Northern Territory Football Hall of Fame. He is Michael Long, and it's lovely to speak to you, my friend.
0: Hi, Rex. Hey Rex. How you
1: going? Well, I'm great. You must be very, very proud of, of, that is some record. Did you ever envisage as a young tacker, you know, running around in bare feet, kicking an old footy, that you would be recognised not only by your people, but as one of the great people who have ever played the game, you know, whether you're Indigenous or not?
0: Yeah, um, no, I wouldn't have envisaged that. that. Um, Obviously, I I come from a a football family and... uh, having uh, seven seven of us, seven boys, and the old man coached, and so football was just part of our, our household, you know, it was just part of our, our life, and still is, you know, with our, our young nephew playing for, for Hawthorne, Cyril.
1: Yeah, fantastic, uh, Jack Long is a famous name uh, up north, you know, you mentioned Jack's name in Darwin, or out where I go, uh, you know, Polarumpe, or or then around to uh, Port hurt or something, everyone yeah. knows Jack Long, and as you said, you're a footy family, Michael, but... My little bird tells me that it wasn't always smooth sailing for you, particularly when you said to your great dad, Dad, I want to play basketball. Tell us a bit about that.
0: Yeah, when I mentioned that, uh, he said, I, I, I might not have a place to live. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, look I, 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 loved, I was just as passionate about my basketball than than anyone. Um, and uh, I, I had the opportunity to go to Adelaide, but um, that I wasn't was still going to school at that time, so... But Dad, you know, there's only um, one club and that's the St Mary's Football Club and and we all had to follow in the footstep. But uh, uh, one of the things that Dad, I mean, um, like his passion and loyalty and, you know, one of the smartest men I know and just he, he still loves his club even now, you know, with the same enormous passion. Rex, yeah.
1: and, the, and the message is there for all kids listening That if you've got a problem or you want to You want to actually talk seriously You talk to your dad and, 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 and I suppose the most important thing in a kid's life Is uh, if he's a boy, he's dad Or if he's, she's a girl, it's his mum That they are your best friends And you can go to them without fear or favour
0: Most certainly Rex And um, you know uh, Like every mother and father You want to give them every possible Opportunity and uh, me, me son's here in Melbourne at the moment and he's uh, last year of school. He's at Scotch College and he's been lucky to go in the footsteps that uh, Cyril did with the scholarship. Um, and um, I've never had a great great education background, but it was something that I really wanted him to make sure that, you know, he got a bigger opportunity to make sure he got a good education, the same as me daughter. And um, the, uh
1: uh, the the message down the track in this interview will be that you had the best education and you're a bit humble because the best education for you was life, and uh, and its knocks and its ups and downs, and not how important it is to celebrate your victories, but more important how you deal with your challenges in this everyday life that we live in.
0: Yeah, most certainly, and I I think um, one of the, the 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 biggest things that uh, probably taught me about is my injuries and and about uh, you know. Uh, getting up, um, and, and Sheed's was one for that. You know, um, I can still remember because I had three reconstructions, and yeah. you know, he said only the best can come back from this. And, and you know, um, and speaking from experience, in those those times, and you you think, oh, will I ever come back? And, and those that those moments test you as as um, you know your willpower and getting up, and you know, not moving on, but just it builds your capacity. You can move through things. Uh, when when things do get but harder, um, I know the second or third time I came back from an injury, I thought, you know, th- this is probably it. But, yeah. um, you know, when people show faith in you, which Kevin did, um, but also he's been more than just a coach. He's been a, a great friend and a, and a father figure, which, you know, one person I, I really... Um, up there as one of my um, you know, heroes in terms of someone who's given me an person. opportunity. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's a great people's person and, and similar to yourself, Michael. You never forget where you come from. And if you do that, you can't go wrong. And, you know, I saw him at Tom Hafey's funeral a couple of weeks ago and he was just yep. going around speaking to people he hadn't seen for 30 or 40 years as if he'd never been away from them. In 1969, I played in my first uh, premiership with Sheeds and you, you weren't even born until we won that flag. But at 16, you played senior football up north. How how much of an experience was that in, in preparing you for what was going to be a big jump to the VFL?
0: Yeah, it was a re- really big part of my, my, my growing up and my football culture, I reckon, because St Mary's was a a proud club um, and I think they've won over 60 premierships. As a family, collectively, uh, with all the boys, we've we won over 50 premierships, Rex, which... Um, Gee. Um, uh, we were lucky to play. Uh, I think the seven of us um, together. I think it might have been a handful of games, but it's something quite special because it it built a cult. I mean, even though we were successful, it was was because of the culture and what what was instilled there and the great leadership that was within that club. and And when you when when that leadership and all all the other things you can build up as a club, all the other things come with it, and that's success. So that that was a real good. Um, I think foundation for me, you know, that that culture and then coming to Essen, which also had a great culture as well, um, really built a good foundation for me, that transition.
1: It's a great thrill today to have Michael Long talking on This Is Your Football Life for Tobin Brothers. Attending a funeral at any one of Tobin Brothers' 21 chapels is now just a phone call away. Those unable to be at a funeral in person for reasons of illness, cost, or tyranny of distance, can still be there in voice by recording a telephone tribute the day before the service. Folks, for more information, go to the au or call 93737000. Now, one of the terrific unsung heroes, or not a hero, but the unsung hard workers of recruiting, Noel Judkins, he started off with Richmond Under Niner. He made first contact with you. When was the first time you met the great Kevin Sheedy and this wonderful lifelong friendship commenced? Where did that take place?
0: Well, well, Sheeds had been up there a few times um, in the Territory. Um, I think it was... uh, I think it was in the early early to mid mid eighties that that played a, a few of the um, games against the local NT side. So that was a, around that time I I'd, I'd met uh, Sheeds, and um, yeah, well, I mean, as a kid growing up, you saw all these champions running around, you know, like Simon Madden, Vanda, uh, the guys that you know, played in the eighty four, eighty five Grand Finals. Did you
1: did you know them as a kid? You know, following the game back then, as a as a, as a kid in short pants.
0: Um, some of them you, you knew the big names, but we only got the winners. Uh, you know, like once a yeah. once a week. So you didn't know all the names, and and uh, n- no disrespect to any players, it, it probably was a wasn't a bad thing because you probably weren't overawed if you yes. come up against them when you did play uh, when you were at Essen So um, yeah, it was uh, obviously the ones you did meet in the, in the aura. I mean, Simon Madden was a a great friend, and still is now, and. Uh, he was, uh, probably mentored me a lot when I first got to the club. And uh, um, I, I um, he used to pick me up and drop me off to training. Um, but I, I'd, uh, he almost nearly killed me one day, Rex. I didn't realise really? he was short-sighted uh, when we saw <laughs> oh, trams no. coming because I didn't say too much back yeah. in those days. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've been lucky because, I mean, a lot of those 84 guys, they were older men and, and they were... You know, I played in a in an era where those guys were had, had um, you know you you learned off older guys who who'd, who'd been in the game for a long time. So I I've been privy to to come through that era and then into the uh, the professional time when when the the game became uh, full time.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit like the elders in 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 your environment. You know, where even. A thing like mud crabbing or, or uh, you know, marine worms. People don't understand in the big smoke that you know people live from day to day out there on those islands. And, uh, and and then you see on a building site there's an old plumber teaching a young plumber. But it's just absolutely essential to listen to the old people. Ron Barassi said that to me once. He said if you want to learn, close your mouth, open yep. your ears, and listen to old people because they've been there before you and made the mistakes. It's pretty good advice.
0: Yeah, most certainly. And the the best best way to learn is to to listen sometimes, and um, and I, I think um, that that's part of me growing up. You, you obviously you excelled as a younger player, and you always played with older players or more experienced players who'd been playing. So that that was probably a, a great gift that I'd, I'd learnt that um, being around older men who were a lot more experienced and. Uh, in their football as well as their knowledge of the game, um, which gave me a, uh, uh, taught me a, a really important lesson about listening and, and, and learning.
1: Yeah. Uh, gee, what a year 1993 was. Uh, we've just got a little bit of uh, you know, uh, uh, footage. Well, it's not footage, it's whatever it is, airwaves. The 1993 grand final where you've got 33 possessions as a young player. You'd come onto the uh, scene, you're dominating the wing. And let's pick up some action with Michael Long in the 93 grand final.
0: To his opposite number, Denham. In the middle. Now Michael Long. Look at this boy go. Away goes Michael Long. 50 metres out.
1: And 110,000 people screaming their lungs out, and a young man on the big stage. What a what a moment for you, my friend.
0: Yeah, it, um, it, it, obviously the highlights come up a fair bit with that goal. But um, yeah some I mean you know, some of the most uh, precious times was obviously at that that level and moments you would never forget.
1: Yeah, and you won the Norm Smith Medal, and it, it probably even meant a lot more. Uh, that the late uh, Morris Rowley presented that prestigious medal to you because uh, there's a, quite a few household names have received the Norm Smith Medal.
0: Yeah, look, it was quite special. It was the year of the Indigenous people that year, and, and not that you saw the on-ground celebrations, but um, obviously to be you know, receive the, the medal from Morris was was quite quite special. Um, obviously, my brother-in-law, um, and uh, you know that. Uh, yeah, just saw, yeah, like it is, I mean, he's from the Tiwi Islands and mum and dad were brought up there. So it's quite, quite fitting that um, yeah, Morris, I'd, I'd received the, the medal from Morris because it was quite special given that we're from the same area.
1: Yeah, Michael Long has joined us and uh, we're celebrating the football life of Michael Long who will take his place when the history of the game is written. And out of the break, uh, more highlights of this Essendon champion and more premierships. But more importantly, uh, the great step that he dared to take to make sure that his people took their rightful place in our community. And uh, we'll get to those uh, particular incidents later on. A trailblazer, both on and off the field. Michael Long on This Is Your Football Life with the kindest regards of Tobin Brothers Celebrating Lives. Yabla! You're listening to This Is Your Football Life with Rex Hunt for Tobin Brothers Funerals Celebrating Lives Dream rises to the top. He is an absolute legend of the game. You're listening to This Is Your Football Life with Rex Hunt for Tobin Brothers Funerals. Celebrating lives. Uh, We're celebrating the uh, football life of Michael Long and soon to be celebrating the life off the field of what he's done with his trailblazing uh, uh, exhibitions later on in life. And he's been a great inspiration not only to his own people but to the whole community of Australia. Uh, Michael, 93, what a highlight, but 94, the first of a serious setback on the field, a a serious knee injury. Take us through it.
0: Yeah, it was a practice match in uh, WA, um, obviously, uh, was tackling and then just twisted and, you know, obviously you know, put me out for the 12 months, but coming from a, a grand final and then, you know, missing the whole, you know, doing a pre-season and then doing the injury and putting me out for the year was uh, quite quite crushing because you obviously come off something that was quite special and a yeah. big part of your life.
1: And and, and you struggled for three years, now only playing 16 games in the next three years, 96 through uh, 98, you know... Uh you just really struggle. But but you you made uh, a fantastic return in 1995 to the Anzac Day game. Before we get on to this, uh, this nasty business that sort of set this whole alight and, and the reason why we've gone so far forward in this issue, uh, tell us about the Anzac Day games with with the Sheedy influence and also the, the Dreamtime. This has just been amazing from a great supporter of your people.
0: Yeah, look, look Sheeds I mean, he, he, he's been a marvel, in a, as we know him as a such a forward thinker and, and about embracing moments of important part of our history I reckon Rex and, and Sheeds is uh, with Bruce Ruxton um, back then um, uh, obviously Sheeds uh, was uh, great mates and how, how they could you know, build the profile of, of the Anzacs um, and, and in, in in embracing the Anzacs and, and I think uh, from there I mean that that 95 the first game and you know, obviously coming a draw just really built the momentum of of, of that Anzac Day game and you know it, it's still a quite a special um time you you you, you you'd enjoyed playing in those games and, and history that that all Australians uh, got behind it and it's become something quite significant now Rick
1: Um, The 1995 Anzac Day game was a wonderful game, but it will stand its time in history. uh, After you were uh, racially vilified by uh, the Magpies Damien Monkhorst, a dark time in your life, I I suppose too, not a pleasant time for Damien Monkhorst, for those of us who have been ignorant and gone through that thing. But how far have we gone since then and how important was it that you stood up and said enough's enough? I'm not going to put up with it because I just think it was a just a a, a place in history that will show that this was the start of it
0: yeah well well, well obviously um, you know that there had been more than once uh, it had happened Rex anyway but you know when you look back at uh, 95 five and how far it has come um, you know that there's been more positives out of you know that moment in time to where it is today and a uh, and obviously there's been recent incidents but i i i see those positives of how the influence and the change of the game um and sometimes it's it's actually um i think our supporters have become just as instrumental uh off the ground that these things aren't acceptable um i think our clubs you see you know the 18, 18 Guernseys this weekend, the the players are a lot more uh, confident, um, where, where previously in, in history where players were a bit hesitant to to come and come forward about it, but the, the racial vilification, um, you know, uh, the you got to commend the AFL uh, on what they've done in terms of the education. They've educated a nation, uh, Rex, and I think the work that you know they've done uh, very hard to measure, but you see the this weekend and you, you'll see we saw 40,000 the first Indigenous round and then 60,000 and 80,000 and who knows what we'll get this week but I, I just see the positive momentum and the evol- evolving, evolving game that we play that the, the players and clubs and our members have been part of this whole change of how, how, how we, that perception of racism that happens in sport and I think it's been an enormous change.
1: Well, it's been a uh, a hard row, but uh, goodness me, we're certainly uh, reaching some pretty good conclusions now. Folks, we're talking to Michael Long, the great Michael Long, on This Is Your Football Life for Tobin Brothers Celebrating Lives. Where would you like Tobin Brothers Funerals to celebrate your life when the time comes? Sure, it can be at a church or a chapel, but it can also take place at less conventional venues such as a golf club, a 40 oval, a restaurant, a theatre, or even at 35,000 feet over Port Phillip Bay. Hey, watch the fish. At Tobin Brothers Funerals, the sky really is the limit. And if it's legal, they'll make it happen. The 2000 grand final was just a magnificent affair. Uh, uh, I think you played Melbourne, uh, Troy Simmons and you introduced each other uh, on the left half yeah. forward flank, uh, just near the Nissen sign I think it was, or the Tobin Brothers funeral sign <laughs> but let's yeah. now pick it up uh, because after, in that year uh, you, uh, this is a good trivia question there Michael, you kicked the first ever goal at the new Stockland Stadium so I tell you what, you can win a few bulb on that over a, a nice frothy as well, Billy Bounds would say.
0: Well Barnsley always reminds me, I gave you that handball yeah. son
1: I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, remind you to, uh, to the end, mate, Till he's at the, uh, he's at Tobin Brothers, but you played 23 games for Essendon that year, and you lost just one match, it was just a wonderful year, coached under Sheedy with a wonderful group of players who came together, but as I said, uh, our very special guest today on This Is Your Football Life, Michael Long, introduced himself to a young gangling boy from Melbourne called Troy Simmons. To half forward, Alessio and Simmons, Simmons, oh. That's ridiculous. Michael Long. He could get reported for that. Just charged straight through him, isn't he? Taking him up the front. Well, there you are, even Bruce was saying, that was special, Michael, isn't it? <laughs> hey, but Bruce probably, he's a great caller on that, but he's been sitting up the stand. But I can say with you, Michael, once you're out there, you, know, you don't know any explanation of those blokes sitting outside the fence because there's nowhere to hide out there, mate. And what would you have done in that situation? That's my famous thing, but yep. you're on the split of the moment, you take him out and that was it. But what a wonderful year that was. Your group of players had dedicated yourself and you'd gone through and gone bang.
0: Yeah, well, '99 was the real instigator for that. Uh, I, oh, I, was it? I yeah, uh, we we lost to Carlton in the because um, we I think we'd finished top in '99. Yeah, um, and we'd lost to Carlton, uh, I think, in the prelim. So probably one one grand final that got away from us. Um, but that really hurt, and I think um, our, our pre-season was really focused on on what we we'd missed out on, and she's really drove that home. Yeah, and I, I think from '99 two thousand, you know. It was almost like, uh, you know, uh, it, it fine tune the team. It, it would run itself. I mean, that, that's how well. And, th- and people
1: don't understand, Michael. That, that that is what happens. This this interview is going so quickly, but I, but we're coming to an end. But I I just have to finish off. In two thousand and four, a nation watched you walk from Melbourne to Canberra. I've just driven from Melbourne to the Snowy Mountains trout fishing, and it was a long <laughs> way. And it was freezing. You walked there. Uh, what a marvellous reception! And John Howard eyeballed you and actually got the message. It must be so proud for you.
0: Yeah, it's um you know, obviously, you know, uh, when we did meet with John, uh, a lot of the message we we portrayed along the way, you know, about some of the challenges we we face in our in our great country, Rex, and um, you know the message about health and life expectancy, education, jobs, um, and it was it was at a time when ATSIC was being an abolished and and uh, there was no voice or vision, and I felt really strongly about, you know, I always use the football terminology, Rex, is that we you know, to be part of this team, you know, we've all got to work together, and and, and you as the coach, uh, Mr Howard, that, you know, the one that's got to lead us, and we want to be a part of this success, and we have to get this right.
1: Just marvellous, just a great, great interview, and uh, more importantly, thank you for your time. And folks, Michael Long has been our special guest today celebrating the football life and the general life of Michael Long. And uh, this is for Tobin Brothers who are celebrating lives. And keep an eye out for young Jake Long who's playing for Northern Territory in the, in the Under-18s National Championships this year. He's at Scots College where the, the the great little man Cyril came from and we expect big things. And more importantly... If you'd like to hear the extended version of this interview, check out facebook.com forward slash Tobin Brothers Funerals or follow us on Twitter at Rex Hunt Football Life. Before I let you go, Michael, you'll understand all about emails and Twitters and twatters and yep. all that sort of thing, don't you?
0: Uh, I'm not into tweeting. But No, uh, I'm going to... Well, Mike, you, you know
1: who's into tweeting? Sam Newman's Canary. How about that? You're a good man. And it's lovely to chat thanks, with Richie. you. And thank you for the courtesy of coming in today. Uh,
0: thanks for having me on.
1: Join us next week for This Is Your Football Life at Tobin Brothers Sunday morning... on 1116 SEN.